0: In Mark chapter 3, you will remember that they called Jesus a demon. They said that he was working by the power of Satan himself. The the ultimate blasphemy, the ultimate rejection of the Son of God to say that he is not the Son of God. As a matter of fact, Jesus would go so far as to call it the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, to deny The message of the Son of God from the Father. And so when we think about this today, and we think about where Jesus is in the teaching ministry, all of a sudden here in chapter 4, Jesus now shifts and he starts to use what's known as the parable. Now parables are something that was actually foretold of in the Old Testament. It was told in the Old Testament that the Messiah would come and that he would teach in parable. Well, as Jesus is teaching in parables, what we see is that Jesus gives us uh, just uh, earthly stories, earthly descriptions, almost earthly illustrations, but they have heavenly meanings. And this is why we have to pick these uh, parables apart to really undercover what Jesus was meaning and what Jesus was saying and what Jesus was trying to convey and to teach his disciples. And that's what we try to do here on New Horizons is walk through some of these things and show you the deeper meanings and what God uh, was ultimately saying uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ in these parables. But but here in chapter 4, uh, the disciples are now going to ask Jesus about the parables. It begins in verse number 10. It says, When he was alone with the twelve. So Jesus has made made his way from the seashore there in Galilee, where he taught the parable of the sower. That's what we talked about yesterday. And Jesus has made his way from the seashore. Now he's just him and the 12. And the Bible says that those who were around him asked Jesus about the parables. And Jesus answered, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. Okay, so Jesus looks directly at the twelve and he says, he says, the, the secret, the, the, the deeper things, the mysterious things of the kingdom of God, which, which no man has up to this point fully grasped and understood concerning the things of the Messiah, have actually come to you. As a matter of fact, they've been fulfilled in your eyes. As a matter of fact, if you want... To know the fulfillment of all prophecy, if you want to know the fulfillment of all scripture and how everything is, what everything is pointing to, is pointing directly at me. So the kingdom of God has been given to you, it's been revealed to you. So these 12 are certainly blessed men. And then Jesus says, What? But to those outside, everything comes in parable. So that they may look, and look, yet not perceive. They may listen and listen, yet not understand. Otherwise, they might turn back and be forgiven. Now, that that sounds like an an odd explanation of why Jesus would teach in parable. I mean, wouldn't the wouldn't the 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 idea? Wouldn't the the motive? Wouldn't the drive? Wouldn't the Force be that people would understand that people would come. Well, here's 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 the idea, friends. When you go back over into Mark chapter 3, remember what happens there. In Mark chapter 3, they called Jesus the son of Satan. And they have seen the miracles that Jesus is doing. And so Jesus, to this point, he's healed the leper. He's cast out the demons. He's he's cast out disease. He's done all these amazing things. And on top of that, has taught all of these amazing lessons and all of this amazing teaching, even to the point where people are saying not even the scribes and the Pharisees teach us things like this man teaches. Yet the scribes and the Pharisees and the religious elite and those in the community, some of them are just listening to the words of Jesus, and they're hardening their hearts toward him. And the more they harden their hearts toward him, the more and more distant they get from being able to fully comprehend and to hear and to fully understand who it is that stands in front of them. And the ultimate The ultimate sign and the ultimate showing that they have rejected the teaching of Jesus is when they call him the son of the devil. And so Jesus says, I teach this way so that by looking they may not perceive, by listening they may not understand, otherwise they might turn back and be Forgiven, what Jesus is, is largely speaking to here is prophetic fulfillment, which comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter number 6, verse 9 and 10. And, and what Jesus is giving here is, is really a prophetic warning. You, you see, you see here, here's the thing. If, if Jesus continues to teach openly, if he continues to teach plainly, if he continues to teach in such a way where, where, where the understanding is, is just wide in the open. And they continually reject him. The book of Matthew, the book of Luke, in, in, in the same type of teaching and parable indicates that their judgment, their punishment would be more severe. And so Jesus is actually showing a measure of grace in this moment by teaching them in such a way that they can't understand so that at the end, if they ultimately do not receive him, then their punishment won't be as great. I, I, I mean, for this instance, this is one of those mysteries of the kingdom of God that's very hard for us to comprehend, but, but we see a measure of grace in this. That Jesus is doing what he has to do in order to continually open the minds, open the hearts of those who believe to understand the deeper mysteries of the kingdom of God while at the same time, while at the same time in a prophetic way and in a prophetic warning show those who were there that he is the Messiah, yet if they continually do not receive him, it's So their judgment won't be as severe. So, so friends, you're hearing this today and this makes you scratch your head and it makes you ponder. And I know it does because, because when I read this and when I hear this and when I've studied this, it, it makes me ponder as well. But, but friends here, here's the point. Here's the key. Here's, here's what you need to pick up on is, is we have more than they did. What do I mean by that? We not only have the parables, But we have explanation of parables. And not only explanation of parables, but we have countless commentaries and we have countless resources that we can go to today, open these things up, read these things and understand what Jesus was teaching. And so for us, for us to not receive these things, for us to further harden our hearts against these things, imagine the judgment and the punishment for us if we don't receive them because we have the fullness of the scope of the work of God through the Lord Jesus Christ in the death on the cross of Calvary and his resurrection and his ascension and the fact that he's coming back. So we have more than any other generation has ever had at our fingertips. And so friends, don't be so foolish As to reject the teachings of Jesus and think that somehow you're going to be able to stand on Judgment Day. No, if you've heard this book, if you've heard these teachings, if you've seen the things that Jesus has done, and yet you openly reject and blaspheme the Holy Spirit of God, imagine the punishment that's going to come on you. And so friends, what I want to encourage you to do today... Is to take the teachings of Jesus, to, to study the teachings of Jesus. This is something that come to me recently. I mean, you know, you, you come to these passages that are written in red. These are the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How much do we really take time to read them and to ponder them and to see what Jesus has for us? I want to encourage you to dive deep into the scriptures, to dive deep into the parables, to see what God has for you.